Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to No Meat Athlete Radio. Hello, and welcome to episode 155 of No Meat Athlete Radio. I'm Matt Frazier, joined by Dougie Fresh, and today we're talking about our 10 vegan foods we couldn't live without. Matt, my friend, works at, actually it's Katie's friend, and also my friend, works at a record store, a used record store, and shipped me a Dougie Fresh vinyl the other day. I didn't know that was a real person. Is that a, is that a... Oh, it's a rapper, yeah. Oh, okay. Got oh, it. Oh, it's a real person, Matt. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta look him up, man. Have you, was... have you been playing that, spinning that? Non-stop, yeah. spinning the beats. Nice. I think he was one of the first people to like take beatboxing to like the mainstream. Okay. Yeah. So he's legit. He's got some street cred. Oh, major street major. cred. Just okay. like me. Just... <laughs> That's where the nickname came from, I guess. <laughs> All right. So this is kind of a fun episode. Um, we just wanted to talk about the foods that we really like, depend on, rely on. We weren't quite sure which way to go with it, like, because, you know, I've been trying to do lots of turmeric each day, trying to focus on getting greens and things like that. But, like, could I really not live without those? Maybe maybe for the long term, maybe I couldn't live to be 150 without those, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to. But in, you know, day to day, like, if, if someone took away my turmeric, would I just would I just be irate at them and couldn't? couldn't have my day no not at all like i don't i don't need it but these other things are are staples that are dependable and convenient and still happen to all be really healthy i think as do as do yours right uh yeah yeah so these are these are good healthy foods that also happen to be really easy to make healthy eating really easy so that's what we're doing today and i guess we're just going to take turns Let's why don't just... you lead us off doug oh all right fresh. i my one of my my foods that I could not live without, especially this summer, this was something that I have eaten for most of my life, but uh, this summer really kind of got back into it as a daily thing, is frozen grapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just straight up grapes, freeze them, put them in the freezer, and, you know, wash them, put them in the freezer, and then they are a delicious snack, nice little po- post-race or run treat mm-hmm. for a cold thing in your mouth, and uh, a really good alternative to for dessert nice and yeah. they provide resveratrol without alcohol so you, you don't have to drink red wine to get the benefits of red wine oh <laughs> uh, uh you and my daughter because she also really likes any fruit that is frozen she eats frozen mangoes she eats frozen raspberries just anything we put in the smoothie she picks out with her hand <laughs> and eats, eats before we make it so nice have I, you know time. i don't eat any other frozen fruit like I, like we have all the frozen fruit that we put in the smoothies but i don't ever eat like a frozen chunk of mango but frozen grapes bomb.com yeah i wouldn't ever eat any frozen fruit it you just seems try like I, you know my teeth get sensitive to cold stuff i don't think i would be into that okay unless you like suck on the grape until it becomes a normal grape that's part of it yeah oh yeah, yeah. okay all right maybe i'll try it you should you should all right What's good yours? deal uh so what i've got i'll start with a less serious one like that is hot sauce mm. uh i wouldn't say hot sauce is a health food i mean some people might say the capsaicin and the peppers does something for you I don't really know if that's true, uh, but it, for me, it just makes otherwise bland food really good and really interesting, and I could be faulted for putting it on lots of things and potentially maybe ruining the flavor of different things. Like if you put it on Indian food, Mexican food, Thai food, whatever, vegan hot dogs, you're kind of, I guess, ruining the, the specifics of the specific flavors of those foods, making <laughs> them all taste like spicy Frank's Red Hot, uh, but that's something I, I do. Uh, so what, what what type of hot sauce do you? 
Uh, Frank's Red Hot is is sort of my standby that I get. It, it's is that the one that's kind of like sriracha? No, it's it's more like Tabasco, but just a more oh. flavorful version of Tabasco. Because Tabasco to me doesn't taste like it just Much. tastes so vinegary, like spicy yeah. vinegar. Frank's Red Hot has actual flavor to it, uh, still without really many ingredients. I think it just has peppers, vinegar, salt, and pepper, maybe. Um, but th- so that's a good one. And and also like I've in trying to re- remove some salt from my diet, I find it's a lot easier just to put a little bit of that and not get too much sodium at once uh, compared to salt. But I also use sriracha, and uh, there's one local around here called, I think it's called Fire from the Mountain. It's just sort of a smoked habanero, smoked serrano, different varieties of smoked peppers. Yeah. And uh, that will that will pretty much destroy the flavor of anything you put it on. <laughs> <laughs> but it just makes it tastes really good. So uh, that is a my go-to condiment. I do I do like hot sauce. I, and that's a fairly relatively new thing for me in the past couple of years. Maybe actually after going vegan. I never thought about it before. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my tips on the vegan cruise is actually to steal a bottle of hot sauce from the lunch buffet oh. and bring it to dinner with you. Oh. Hot pro tip. <laughs> pro tip on the vegan cruise. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, I have something that I like to put hot sauce on that is something that we we eat very regularly because of the simplicity of it, and that is a rice and bean bowl. Um, and it could be uh, white or brown rice, and it could be any type of bean. It could, you know, black beans, pinto beans, chickpeas. It doesn't really matter um, what type of bean it is, but the just a rice, a bean, and as you say, rice bean and a green, or a rice and bean and some sort of other vegetables um, that we've just kind of stir-fried up. Mm-hmm. Quick, easy, definitely eat it a few times a week just because of it's simple, it's healthy. Yeah. And... Uh, and delicious never never steers you wrong yep. especially when you throw a bunch of hot sauce on it that's right <laughs> yeah definitely a go-to dish among vegans is the the grain i guess it's a grain a green and a bean something like that oh uh, right yep so dish. Um, yep so that that is a very common one certainly a good one and of course beans are, are great for you as are greens rice i guess sort of a filler i guess brown rice is sort of good for you there's the arsenic issue you got are you cooking it with the with the pasta method uh you know i do every every once in a while um, and uh we started doing that more when katie got pregnant um but uh, no you know no. I, I wouldn't say i do it all the time well you have to it's, it's the way to do it if you unless you want arsenic poisoning or whatever it's gonna give you you know on, on this uh grain uh do you ever eat couscous not really but i, I didn't have recently but like in the last month or so we've started eating couscous all the time oh, yeah? it takes two minutes to cook literally nice is it but is it just white refined flour or is i it, have is no idea wheat? what it is <laughs> probably not good for you i think you can buy whole wheat couscous i think it's not that easy to find but i could be wrong okay don't um, think it's very good for but you. so there's okay oh good to go back to the rice thing my dad just sent me as i mentioned he has recently gone vegan and he's just totally into it which has been inspiring me to do better with mine too because he sends me five articles a day about different things <laughs> um which is good but anyway he sent me an article from some i think it's savour is that a magazine s-a-v-e-u-r yeah. or something is that a food magazine sure. I hope i'm not messing it up but um an article there about how how this is like the best way to cook rice not even mentioning arsenic but this is the way to get consistent good brown rice is to cook it like pasta in a ton of water and then just steam, after you drain it, just kind of steam that remaining rice in the water that's left in the pot. Uh, and you get this really nice fluffy brown rice. And that's exactly what I do. So it's, I mean, it's a really great consistent way to make brown rice that also happens to, to lessen the arsenic. So arsenic. highly recommended for anyone interested in that. Mm, you are setting the trend. You didn't even know it. Maybe. 
Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> um, all right, next one I've got that I could not live without is cashew ranch dressing. Mm. Uh, that is one that we got from Sid Garza Hillman. He gave me the recipe. We use it in Health Made Simple. It's one of the recipes in there. It's actually also going to be in the Nomi cookbook, the upcoming book, uh, due out next May, I have found out. Uh, assuming that recipe doesn't get cut. But in the meantime, you can just, if you just Google cashew ranch, you will find a recipe. But I mean, it shouldn't, you don't need any more than raw cashews, lemon juice, salt, pepper, dried oregano, dried bait, you know, dried herbs, and things like that. Like, you shouldn't need anything more than that. And uh, you can make a really, really good ranch dressing that, that I swear will, a bunch of, you know, total omnivores who we've given it to say, like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. If I had this all the time, I could be vegan, <laughs> which isn't totally true because you, you could have that all the time. But yeah. Uh, anyway, but that, you, that's a great one. Do you just use it for salads, or do you use it for other stuff as well? I pretty much only put it on salads. It's one of those. It for it makes like the veggie burger or the beans on salad as a as a lunch as a meal. It makes that feel like a substantial meal because it's a creamy dressing, lots of calories in there, uh, but the good kind. Yeah. Well, that segues into the thing that I couldn't live without, and that is cashew cream sauce, mm-hmm. which is. Basically a non-runny version of that with a few different spices, I guess. Yeah. But it's basically just raw cashews, uh, lemon juice, vinegar, salt, and, you know, some other seasoning if you want. And it's, it turns into kind of like a sour cream type consistency. And we put it on a lot of stuff. We do we throw it on those bean bowls all the time. Mm-hmm. Put it in burritos. Put it on pizza if we flavor it appropriately. Yep. Um you know, really, it's a very versatile thing, and, and that cashew is just such a good platform to use for, you know, that type of creamy texture that we often don't get in the vegan, with traditional vegan cooking. Yeah, every, I mean, everybody's who talks about going vegan is is terrified of giving up cheese, and it's not like making cashew cheese or cashew cream sauce, you know, replaces every use of cheese you could imagine, but it definitely satisfies that same yeah whatever that is for for that sort of sour salty creamy thing that cashew cheese is uh you guys make like a big batch and then keep it in the fridge is that, that your, mm-hmm. your trick yep. yeah that's what we do it kind of dries out but then you just add a little liquid to it and it'll get get runny again exactly um i recently have been looking into cashews that someone told me that they were toxic that they have some sort of toxin in them if you eat them raw uh which turns out to be very true but the ones that we're buying that are supposedly raw in i think the u.s and most every other country uh, are actually steamed first, so that this toxic thing is is totally gone. Because if it weren't, you would have a very serious reaction and die, maybe. Well, that's not good. I do eat a lot of cashews, a lot of raw cashews. Yeah, so, as do we. we. I mean, they're just good for so many things. So nothing to worry about. I don't think so. I'm waiting to see Gregor or Furman or somebody post about it. But I haven't, I haven't seen anything like that. So I think we're good as long as they truly are steamed, which which they should be. Okay, that's good to know. So they're not really raw. Not really raw. Just like almonds, you know, you can't buy them. They're steam pasteurized. Right. Although almonds, I think, are fine to eat totally raw. It's just that the U.S. government's rules require them to be pasteurized. Um, but yeah, so so good. Cashews, wonderful snack, delicious. All right. Um, pasta dishes are my next one. Oh. So I often complain about kind of losing the taste for cooking once I went vegetarian and vegan. Like, I, I really love food. Love to cook healthy food, love to experiment, try different things. But I, I I don't have that same passion for cooking that I used to when I made meat and dairy and cheese, you know, just super gourmet, fancy dishes. Um, 
but when pasta dishes are what I make when I am craving that feeling again, and I want to make something that seems really good and elegant. Not the pasta is that elegant, but like you can find lots of just classic Italian pasta dishes that are not that hard to veganize if you remove the cheese. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll cook with them with with the amount of I'll reduce the oil, but like now now and then, a couple times a month, I will do a you know olive oil version of a good pasta. So that's that kind of keeps me in the game. I feel like that makes me still feel like I haven't totally lost that ability to go cook something that that it turns out really good and decadent. Not as good for you for sure as other things. I mean, I don't think whole wheat pasta, even though whole wheat is of course way better than white, uh, I don't think it's that great source of calories for you. But now and then, I mean, it's just not. It's not a bad thing. So that's one of my favorites. Are you are you talking about like red sauce pasta? Or are you doing kind of a an oil based or? Most of the time, I will do red sauce. Okay. Um, in a minute, I'll talk about another one of these, one of these things that relates to the blue zones. Uh, but there's a Sardinian pasta sauce recipe in the Blue Zone Solution, um, which you can get, by the way, by googling Blue Zone Solution and then looking at the preview in Google Books. Oh, you can get that's, so, a, that's a life. If hack, you don't want to support sure. Dan Butner or whatever his name is, uh, which you should, because his stuff, I think those books are great. Uh, you can go in there and get the Sardinian tomato sauce recipe that I've been making a lot recently that I really, really like. Oh, interesting. Yes. All right. So the next one I can't live without is sweet potatoes. Okay. And I just freaking love that that root vegetable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. We make it all the time. We add it to stir fries. We definitely add it to burritos. Uh, it is my... A black bean and sweet potato burrito is my pre-long run or race meal of choice. Mm-hmm. I've uh, heard of that combination before. Black bean, sweet potato seems to be a favorite. Of me? No, just of people. Oh, of I've people. heard of it. It's, it's, it's like a Halloween type dish, orange and black. People, people oh, yeah. make it for that. Um, but I've, I've had burritos like that that have turned out well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they're, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they're actually better than white potatoes for you. They probably do have may, way more... White micronutrients than white yeah. potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brendan Brazier, I know, is a fan of them. I am actually not a fan of those things, believe it or not, Doug. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you on that one. Oh. Yeah, I'm just going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you on that one. Yikes. Um, I don't like sweet things in my dinners. I don't like sweet potatoes. I don't like butternut squash. I just What? I just feel like, I don't know, dinner should be good and salty and spicy. Man, I'm so disappointed in, in both of those. I know. Just squash is so good. Regular squash I like. I don't like butternut squash. I don't like things that taste sweet in dinner. It's just weird. Oh, man. But anyway, fully but, endorse the nutritional benefits of them. But the sweet potatoes uh, grilled has been my thing this summer. You see, I kind of thinly slice them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're fat, but they're like wide, but thin. Uh, fat, but thin. <laughs> fat, but thin. <laughs> Um, throw a, a little bit of oil in there or something and some seasoning and throw them on the grill. Very good. Very, nice. very good. Good. All right. I like it. I don't actually like it, but I like, I like that you said you that. You can even put it on top of a veggie burger. It acts like kind of like bacon. Like okay. gives you a little crunch. Yeah. So good. All right. Good. Keep eating it then, dog. I will. All right. Can't live without it. All right. I got another one. It's kind of a very, very boring one. And that is beans. Uh, Straight up beans. Wow, wow. <laughs> Uh, I, I've gained a new appreciation for them for their health benefits. Just lots of great things they do. Um, and they, they can be used in just about everything. Gregor says eat them every meal if you can, even breakfast. 
I haven't gotten that great at that, but when I eat them for breakfast, I can do it in a sort of, uh, I guess, a southwest fashion, you know, make some corn tortillas or heat up some corn tortillas with some refried beans, some avocado, some salsa, lime juice. That makes a good breakfast to me. Uh, and my kids also, have, my son especially, not really a bean eater. He doesn't like the texture. If he finds out something that he likes is beans, he will stop liking it. But uh, <laughs> but refried beans in corn tortillas with, like, we're, we're weaning him off the the cheese. It's like the, um, that's Chow, C-H-A-O, made by the Field Roast Company. They make vegan cheese slices now. Oh. And, I you know, they're probably the same oil and whatever else in them that is not that good for you as any other vegan cheese. Um but we're slowly, we, we started with a full slice in each kid's little burrito wrap, and now they're down to like a quarter slice each, and they haven't really noticed that we've that we've done that. <laughs> so um, that's, that's kind of their go-to bean source right now, and it, it really makes dinner very simple for them. So uh, I am into that. Also, back to the Blue Zones, Blue Zone Solution, also Googleable, and just look in Google Books, hit the preview button, and you can get this recipe. Um, How much time are you spending in the preview <laughs> section of Google Books? I don't actually buy books anymore. I just I just go there and just go to the preview section. Yeah, and read the page. And then there's it's like every one out of every four pages they don't include, so you theoretically can't read the book. Uh-huh. But for recipes, that doesn't really matter. You can still just get good stuff. <laughs> um, this this wasn't in any attempt to not spend money on books. I love buying books, but uh, for some reason I just I really wanted this because my dad has the book, and I was leaving through it at his house, and then I came home didn't have it but really wanted to cook some of the recipes so then i stumbled upon it on on google books and have been making it there ever since anyway they've got a white bean uh i think it's called white bean smash in there also from the island of sardinia um involves it's it's kind of like a hummus but doesn't have any sort of tahini flavor because there's no tahini in it it's just beans a little bit of olive oil if you choose to include it but you don't have to you could use the 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 uh liquid from the can of beans salt garlic lemon juice and it's just this wonderful spread. In fact, I was just on a golf trip. I made a big batch of that to bring up to the golf trip and spread that on my bagel in the morning. I made a little bagel sandwich, oh. wrapped it up in plastic wrap, and had, had a gourmet Blue Zones breakfast on the course. Love it. Yes, which made me unique among, among my friends. No one else could say that. <laughs> no, I'm sure they couldn't. Uh, I got a refried bean question for you. Okay. Do you buy them canned or do you make them? We've done both. Typically, nowadays, we're, we're buying them canned, just because okay. it's easy. But Do you have a brand that you like? that The Whole Foods brand. It makes a makes them really good. You can get them without oil. You can, also with oil, if you want. Um, and they're good. They're tasty. Hmm. Not offensive to the kids. And they are delicious. I don't ever buy refried beans. No? You, no. Just, you just make them? No. I mean, I don't ever, I mean, like, I'll eat them out at a restaurant or something. If, okay. If I, you know, if that's what they have. But it's very... Uh, rare that i will eat refried beans yeah if you're gonna buy them in a can it's worth getting them from a good like don't buy the 75 cent can they turn out runny and watery sort of like taco bell's refried beans and you don't want that um doug i have a i have a match did you know oh let's hear it that <laughs> <laughs> so the so the question is why are they called refried beans are they are they fried twice that's what people think the answer, though, Doug, is that the the prefix re in in some old ancient form of Spanish, I guess I don't know if it's also true in modern Spanish or not, uh, means very. So they're beans that are very fried, apparently. So and they are can, fried. How, how how do you make refried beans? You first cook the beans, and then once they're cooked, you kind of smash them up and then put that into the pan with or without oil. So they don't really have to be fried, but they're they're you know after they're cooked, they are then put in the pan. Okay. Are you supposed to, when it comes out of a can, are you supposed to put it 
cook them in the pan? Like, are you supposed to fry them? No, you just heat them up in there. If you had a microwave, you could do it there, too, but you can just put them in a saucepan and heat it up. Add a little bit of water, maybe. Do you think that they have, before they go in the can, do you think they have been fried or just mashed up? No, they've been fried. They're ready to go. All you got to do is heat them up. Okay. I think. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's there's no instructions about following a recipe after... You dump it out of the can. You just heat it up. There are refined <laughs> beans in a can. No, I know, but I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, uh, you know, the last time I bought refried beans was for uh, the Mass Nutton Mountain Trails 100, per okay. your suggestion. Mm-hmm. And uh, I enjoyed them very much, but I don't think I've ever bought them since. And that's been two years now. Well, there you go. Now you got a reason. Make breakfast out of them. I will. Tell you. Give it a shot. It's good. It's a way to do it. Okay. Way better than sweet potatoes in dinner. I don't know. But a sweet potato refried bean combo could be good. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. It seems a little sweet to me. <laughs> All right, my final one. Uh, and this is this is a new one for me, but it has been something I can't live without in the past few weeks, and that is green tea in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. And I have been waking up a lot earlier in the mornings and doing my runs early in the morning. We've talked about that before. Um and I have had that afternoon crash that I didn't have mm. for a long time. Right. Uh, because my body is still adjusting, maybe. I'm not sure why. But the green tea has gotten me through that afternoon sleepy period. Nice. There you go. I have also been trying to incorporate green tea into my diet. Uh, Gregor, who I've now mentioned, I guess, two times in this podcast. So we should mention his website, nutritionfacts.org. Subscribe to that and you get a good little five-minute video every day of nutrition goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a huge fan of of green tea. Believes it should be drunk throughout the day. It's I mean, he says coffee is is okay, but it's every time you drink coffee, you're basically skipping an opportunity. You're missing an opportunity to drink <laughs> green tea, which is one of these amazingly healthy foods. Uh, so I've also been trying to do that. And to mention blue zones once again, the as I put in a blog post recently, the sort of blue zones approach to to uh, drinking not not drinking alcohol, but just drinking in general is coffee in the morning tea in the afternoon, and wine at dinner or in the evening. And that's a thing that we've sort of loosely been doing in my house, at least, at least me. Loosely because you have wine at lunch as well, is that? Yes, and breakfast. Oh, and breakfast. Okay. <laughs> no, so. I'm just joking, of course, but that actually is uh, in the Sardinia section of the Blue Zones book. He says they, they drink like nine ounces a day, three at breakfast, three at lunch, and three at dinner. Really? <laughs> yeah, which is, which is funny. That is funny. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm always back and forth with alcohol. I, I really don't believe it has any health benefits. Maybe if it relaxes you, then then that helps you. But uh, it's just when they try to tease it out, like, yes, Mediterranean diet has good stuff. But when you try to see what exactly in the Mediterranean diet accounts for health, alcohol is not really part of it when you look at the real science. I am willing to bet that um, you also had at least three ounces of alcohol with your breakfast um, while playing golf this weekend. That's your... <laughs> uh, that is partially true. Depends what you count as breakfast. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, on to my last one, Doug, is a trifecta. It's a kale, onion, garlic. Actually, it's a quadfecta, superfecta. Kale, onion, garlic, and mushroom saute. Uh, and the reason for this is I try to eat Furman's uh, G-bombs, greens, beans, onions, mushrooms, berries, seeds each day, and do a pretty good job of it. Mushrooms, though, are the one that's really hard to get. 
And the easiest way for me to make sure to make them each day, I mean, I could just saute some mushrooms and, and just water saute, very simple to cook, doesn't take much time at all or effort. Um, but I, I would find it hard to use those mushrooms in just throughout and sprinkle them on dishes throughout the day. That to me is sort of weird. Uh, but when you mix kale and onion and garlic, which all, of course, are also in those in that list of foods, kale's the greens, onion and garlic are in the onion category for Furman. Um, then, then suddenly you've got this this thing that works in tacos. It works. Throw some tofu in there, and then you've got beans, another one of the the G bombs. Uh, you make a tofu scramble out of it. You sprinkle some some turmeric and other good stuff on there. Uh, works as a side dish in dinners. Works as works with beans and rice in a in a big mixed up bowl. So we've been making that in large batches and then, you know, eating it for two or three days. After about three days, it kind of starts to not seem so good anymore. But uh, that, that to me has been a really nice crutch. As I've been trying to focus on making sure I do get these foods pretty much every day. Uh, that has really, really helped me to get, get all those foods which aren't always, don't always show up in my dinners. I mean, kale, you know, when I make a special kale side dish, it shows up. But uh, it's just not that common that dinner has kale in it unless I make the effort to get it. So... Very good. Kale, onion, garlic, mushroom saute. There's no instructions. You just throw them all in the pan, uh, add some water as needed, and once everything tastes good, you're done. What kind of mushrooms? Typically, I like the baby Bella ones, which because yep. they're they're sort of cheap. They have some flavor to them. Uh, but white button also are, are cheaper, and when I do a really big batch of stuff, often we'll use those because they have the same uh, nutrient. I don't know if it's the same nutrient pro- profile, but they're considered as nutritious as the more expensive ones. Um, I mean, there are certainly different specialty mushrooms that have supposedly different healing properties that certainly not all will, but comparing these to like probably even shiitake, uh, portobello, baby bella, the white buttons are, they have the nutrition that you want in them and they're cheap. Very cheap, but not nearly as delicious. Not nearly as delicious. No, but they still have that nice, that texture, meaty texture for lack of a, of a better term. Yeah. That good I like. texture. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. That's 10. That is 10 vegan foods we cannot live without. Uh, and I'm happy with that list, Doug. I think we did a nice job there, if I don't say so myself, of, <laughs> of including things that are practical and useful and not having a bunch of obscure superfoods that we supposedly can't live without when, in fact, we could. That's uh, right. Although, literally speaking, I wouldn't have any problem living if, if these foods were removed from me. But, <laughs> but I would be, I'd be somewhat peeved if somebody didn't let me eat them. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think my criteria was really what are foods that I rely on heavily yeah. these days and we didn't even mention hummus which is funny because that's that's a i mean everyone relies heavily on hummus but uh i kind of grouped that in my my beans group, yeah. i guess right i mentioned bean dip so anyway um avocado would have been my sixth one. Oh yeah yeah you love your love your avos love my avos nice i've been spreading avos on toast with a little pepper and oh, that is so, so good, good. I, really been, is. I do that all the time yep it's yep. delicious that's a good way i like to do that uh in the morning for breakfast if I'm going for a run, um, but I also do it as just to add a little bit more to like a salad if I'm having salad for dinner, but just to have something mm-hmm. you know, like a little heavier or something more filling. I don't know. I like it. And guacamole. I mean, what, what are you going to say bad about guacamole? Nothing. Nothing. No one can. No one can. I challenge you to say something bad about guacamole. Anyone listening? <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> All right, so we uh, are going on some little trips, not together, but with our respective families and spouses, yep. wives, you might call them. <laughs> um, so we're going to, for the next two weeks, we're going to do something a little bit different. We haven't done this before. We're going to pull some out of the vault. We're going to record some little intros just to let let you, listener, know that we are live and that we care about you. Um, 
But for the next two weeks, which I know we kind of just did, we're gonna we're gonna take a little break from producing new episodes and uh, allow us to get caught up on some some blog stuff, regroup, get some new content ideas, uh, and enjoy some travel with our family. So that's the plan. Hopefully that won't uh, cause anybody to leave us. It might cause a couple people, but we're okay with that. Yeah, right. it might. And I just want to say thank you to the person who uh, wrote the theme song for yes summer running camp which we will debut somehow in some way uh in the, the next episode of or the next part of that series yeah exactly i i was excited to read that i did it i hummed along salute your shorts Me on my head as i read it and uh could kind of picture of us singing that on the air i don't really know i'm not really <laughs> sure but we're gonna somehow do it we're gonna somehow do something with it uh and then and then i actually watched a youtube episode of oh, salute your shorts yes. <laughs> right <laughs> Which was great, That's and also and also do. thanks to the I received several tweets from people congratulating Katie and I. So thanks for that. Oh, nice, yeah. very good. All right, that does it. Uh, this was fun, and look forward to doing our next. All right, all right. Safe travels. Bye, bye. everyone. Bye.